stop and say, Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. I think mom's in trouble. She keeps praying for God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come in here. <laughs> Give me two seconds while I freshen up with this ball spray. I have a refreshing ball spray. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sweating does my balls off little, again. Does it come with a little towel with two handles on it, like a bowling ball? <laughs> so you can. Well, no. You have to say. One? You have to say what size of towel you need, and I got the XL. Oh, yeah. But it only holds one of my balls. Oh, Lord. So, wow. Some have backed up a little bit. And it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Vikings week. So this is the reason why I'm talking about testicles. Because these two, one, two testicles are testing me. Did you hear Zadarius Smith? So here's the latest out of Zadarius Smith. Apparently, when he got hurt, the Packers mistreated him and blah, blah. Crocodile tears. Very Martellus Bennett of him. Very Martellus yeah. Bennett of him. Yeah, crocodile tears. Oh, uh, the Packers didn't like uh, the way that I was uh, training. No, you stayed away from their doctors, their training facility, the team. You were pissed that you weren't you weren't fucking picked as a captain. You weren't picked as a captain on the Viking squad. You weren't picked as a captain on Baltimore squad. And it's because of your yap, Zedarius. It's because of your yap. And listen, dude, you're a hell of a football player. But everyone's going to remember your yap. And if you don't think so, I go ask Greg Jennings. I don't even know his stats. I just know he's got a big yap. Yeah, and we knew he was good. Like trying to differentiate the player and what they provided for the team on the field versus what was off the field. And you've seen the front office gel this Ever since the drama with Aaron Rodgers, they obviously took that to heart and they listen to him and they take his input and they're respecting him, but they expect that same level of respect amongst the players. You guys are in it. it it's the whole we fence thing is stupid, but you really are. When you're on a team, if you're an individual, you're gone, dude. Like it doesn't matter how great you are. Eventually you're going to be a cancer in the locker room. You're going to be a cancer on the team and you're gone. All of these guys and Rodgers alluded to it said, yeah, I mean, we're not all best friends, but you have your group over here. You have your group over here. We all come together. We all get along. Like, that's just really the way that the, the locker room is set up right now. There's no individual in team. There, no. <laughs> there, is a, there is a meet and an at and a me <laughs> and an eight, right? And, but, a, and a tame. But there is no individual. No. That's the life, life lesson 48. There is no individual in team. So where do you want to start, buddy? Do you want to start on the special team side or do you want to go straight into me having crossed enemy lines and listening to an actual Vikings podcast to get some insight so we can really get an idea? So did you have to braid your hair and wear the, oh, wear the horns? Or like you know what it is about all these podcasts, man? They are just monotone, let's talk like this. And yes. this is yeah. like every right? single fucking podcast man like it's it oh that's why i love doing this with you man because not that i'm like that because i'm the complete opposite of that but i don't have the football knowledge that you do and it's always good like we have these conversations and i'll tell you hey man i heard this i'm thinking of this and then you just kind of ground it because you did it you played you coached you see the stuff and i think that is what is more valuable to anybody who's listening to the pod that when you're watching the game, when you hear what we're going to talk about today, you'll be able to recognize 
what they're doing and how we're supposed to attack it so you can yell at the TV even more when we don't fucking do it. Or if they do, you're like, oh, there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is, there, bang. You know, like yeah. that's the idea of what we want you to do. Stats, I'll give you stats. That's, I love that's, stats. That's, that's why I like sitting. Little. That's why I like sitting down with you on the couch there for that brief moment that we did. And we we watched a game, and and I was asking you what, like, what do you see, right? Mm -hmm. Because instantly I see all the different tells, right? And and my brain quickly sees it and calculates this is what's happening. This is what this is. This is the this is the tendency. This is what they're lined up for. You got to watch for this, right? Like it, and it's a quick flash of a second. Mm -hmm. The splits are really wide. That means they're going to pass. The splits are really tight. That means they're going to run. See how all the linemen have their hands down in the dirt. That means we're going forward. See how a lot of them are standing up. That means they're going back, right? Like there's there's hundreds and hundreds of different tells on what's going to happen, and yep. and and the Vikings fans, I mean they're not. It, well, it's almost like they 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 think they've reinvented the wheel, and this is this goes back to remember when the Wildcat came out like the nineties, two thousands, and everybody's like, "Well, Wildcat, wow, this is ingenious." It's never actually it, it had been done for like twenty years, way back in like the forties and fifties. Like the football football has a set of rules. There's a set of plays for everybody. It's just like a chessboard. The pawn moves this much. Uh, a bishop can only move this way. Uh, you know, the knights only work this way. I mean, there isn't too much out there that's brand new. No. It's how they deploy it and how they actually hide it, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about today with what they're going to be doing. Now, exactly. the difference between Ex how you see the game. Exactly. Exactly. Ex exactly. The, the way that I see the game is I have to focus on a player that I'm trying to look at, but the yeah. rest of everything else is blurred out. Now, when I was on a rugby field, I can see the entire field and see what was going on. But when it comes to football, I have to Uber, like go look at film or go look at a game and say, okay, what did Kenny Clark do here? Or what did Jair do here? But I see him, but I don't see the rest of everything. That's the problem. So I just kind of see the game in whole, in general, but these tells that we're going to talk about today are going to help to kind of set your eyeballs where they need to go in, in to see, oh, they're doing this. Let's see if we set up this way because there was something called, um, it's RPO. Let me let, run let me, pass option. Yep. Whichever run pass option. Yeah. But it yeah. is called a shield slant that we play a lot. Okay. And what an RPO shield slant is, is when you have a bunch formation on one side or you hide one wide receiver behind the other and the guy in front, obviously their job is shield. to shield the slant. Yeah. Yeah. So just little nuances like that. It's like, okay, are you going to see that guy go up? That's why. And we run it a lot. Why? And why do we require our wide receivers to block well? Because they're shielding the guy. They need to block well to protect that. So it makes sense that that is what is called this shield slant that we play in the out of the RPO formation. Pretty cool, man. Just little things like that where I'm like, okay, now when I see them in bunch formation, it's probably going to be a slant, right? Like it's if, if the defense is set. Um, let's see. All right. Let, let's educate me here. All right. School is in session. Mr. Admins, Mr. Admins, do you have your paperwork? Did Batman you do is not going to be here today. Did you do your homework? That's not the Riddler voice. It was that's, that's, that's my German teacher. He was drafting Mr. Danica. With Lederhosen. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Danica. I will be in my room drinking vodka. Then I will splash aqua velva on myself. And you'll never know. <laughs> so listen or he might have been drinking the aqua velva. I'm not oh sure. My God, never, never did see the vodka, but... There was afternoon naps. <laughs> Dude, I had a physics professor in college, and it's the only guy I really remember other than a political science guy that I yelled at because he said that all Mexicans were a drain on the system. So oh. I stood up and told him to go fuck off and walked out of class and failed that class. Uh, but there was a physics professor, and it was my first class in the morning, and he always had this huge-ass white mug. And he was always sipping out of it. And it, you see the old time joke where people put alcohol in their mugs to drink. I answered some sort of question. And sure enough, man, it was really funny because 
he asked me to go outside of the room and he said, how did you figure that out? Like he was genuinely asking me, but he had his mug and he was kind of shaking and he was old. And as I get close to him to talk to him, all I could smell was straight up alcohol out of that cup. And well, he said, I just want to let you know, really good job. We have this club for physics. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not interested, but thanks. You know, but I just bourbon. Do they serve just, bourbon in this physics I, club? Whatever it was, bro. <laughs> It was just like, there was no coffee in there. It was just like straight up booze at eight o'clock in the morning. I have that so ingrained in my brain from college. But did, did, did you ever have a crush on one of your teachers? Uh, Mrs. Lubbock was her name. Seventh grade English teacher. And that's, I actually studied English in, in college. And I genuinely believe it was because of her. And the reason I know I was right that she was super hot, because she was young. You know, I was in middle school. Hormones going all over the place. But Anytime we had a parent-teacher conference, my dad never missed the English parent <laughs> that year. On time, showered, shaved. Oh, dude, like, he was like, whoa, you even put on a coat for this one. Holy shit, you know? The nice little plaid, the, the, the brown plaid coat that he would wear. It was pretty funny. All right, school is in session, Matt. And I'll preface it by talking about Ed Donatel, who comes from the Fangio tree of defenses. Ed Donatel is the new defensive coordinator for the Vikings. They are switching from a 4-3 to a 3-4 defense, just like the Packers, coming okay. from the Fangio tree. And what they do, like most teams do, and we've seen this in the past, they start with okay. two high safeties. Okay, so a 4-3, four, 4 is the first number. That's the amount of defensive linemen. 3 is the linebackers. So they would have four defensive linemen, three linebackers, or a three-four, which is three defensive linemen and four linebackers. Okay, so then they start two deep. They always start two deep to try to kind of hide coverage. And as the quarterback starts his cadence, obviously the defense moves around to try to confuse them. Now, in this new defense, the three coverages that he, that this guy on the podcast mentioned, so don't fucking at me that, oh, bro, I saw on the internet, Go fucking at locked on Packers Vikings guy. I don't know who he yeah. is. Um, said that their number one defense that they want to run or land come into after they're too high is cover one. What is cover one? Okay. So, first off, I like being too high. So, cover one is uh, like one. starting too high. <laughs> yeah. So, cover one is one person deep generally the safety and how do you exploit let's say this is what they're one going to try to do the most this year how do you exploit a single high safety so cover one single high safety means that they're going to have more guys in the box so what they're doing is, is they're basically daring Aaron Rodgers to throw it if you remember last year especially when we played against Arizona or when Tay is out of it right we see a lot of cover one where teams are daring Aaron Rodgers to throw it and then you, you get the opposite, right? Where they go cover two, and that's two people deep. Generally, again, both safeties. You've got a free safety and a strong safety. Both of them would stay deep. They're already lined up 10 yards back, right? So you get cover two, and cover two is more like a base line. So cover one would tell you that you've got anything above or in the hash, outside the hash marks, all the way down the field. Sammy okay. Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Dobbs. Right? M M MVS when we had MVS, right? Mm -hmm. If we if you have Devontae Adams and they're playing cover one, Devontae Adams is going to get a million yards. Mm -hmm. Right? You're daring Aaron Rodgers to throw it. And quite honestly, that's your best defense right now because the only thing that's lacking with the Packers offense is wide receivers. That's the so unproven you, commodity. That's it. Now, the flip side of that is, is you're daring. This is like saying Michael Jordan can't hit the game-winning shot in game seven. And it's like, this is all Michael Jordan does. So you're going to dare Aaron Rodgers to use his new weapons against you? He's going to feast. He's going to feast. Myself, I would run maybe a cover two or a cover three and I would lull Rodgers into a, you have to hand the ball off and you're just going to have to rush for 300 yards on us. And I'm going to take you out of the game by running cover three or cover two deep. 
And, and that's number two. So cover three is the second most that they run under the Fangio. So cover one, most frequent, what they want to do. Cover three is the next coverage that they they will probably transition to if one's not working. So if you if you imagine the football field, right, and, and you've got the defense, so cover three would be a safety in the middle and then either another safety off on one sidelines or both corners or one corner, one safety. Three guys are going to play deep. So you're splitting it into thirds. The, yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. from 20, from the hashes in the middle is one, and then outside the hashes, outside the hashes, you've got three zones to cover. Now, remember, when you move these guys back and you make them play deep, anything under is open, right? And especially along the sidelines or – I mean, you, you might mix in a, cl a cloud or a man high or something in the uh, linebacker scheme. So that way it kind of takes away from the middle. We play cover three. Okay, when we play cover three, when the Packers play cover three, generally the tight end is wide open in the middle. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we is that when we got burned? I'd, I'd be curious to see if that's what we did against the Ravens where Mark Andrews just had a fantastic time and then they're trying to get a linebacker to cover him. <laughs> Well, we're trying to get Chris Barnes or, you know, any one of these other guys that are on the practice squad to cover them. Quay Walker is the difference maker, right? Everybody's going to, everybody's got it in their head that we're just going to see Campbell in the middle. We are not anymore. Campbell's going to move over. So he's going to be the strong side. Will will be the weak side. Quay will be the weak side because he's faster. He's got faster side sideline to sideline speed. So you're going to see Quay Walker take Mark Andrews. You're going to see Quay Walker all over Kelsey. And you're going to see a completely different Green Bay defense because we're going to have three fat guys in the dirt, plus Preston, plus Gary coming. So that's five. And then you're going to have Walker and Campbell standing there ready to catch any and everybody. Dude, I just get giddy right? listening to those names over and over and over right. again. It's, just, it's right? insane. And yeah. then the final one, which I didn't even know existed, was cover six. It's like a prevent. Prevent defense only prevents you from winning. That's what it is. So they're going to take everything away. Imagine six bubbles on that, right? So you've got two in the middle, two on the outside. It's it's splitting into six. So instead of thirds, you're splitting those thirds into additional thirds. Exactly. You do stuff like that first and 15. Okay. First and 20. Fourth right? and 26. Fourth and 26, you go uh, single high. And uh, you have the corner press, but blow the press coverage. So that way the wide receiver just runs untouched. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you anticipate with those three schemes? Are we just going to run the shit out of the ball? Or we should? Not in cover one. Okay. In cover one, Aaron Rodgers will eat. And he'll tear them apart. Death by a thousand cuts. Once we get into cover three and cover six, then we see Aaron Jones and Dylan come into play. With the quick screen passes and just little get the screens, ball. Little dump offs, go, 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 go. Because everything, their first move, when you're a defender and in your head you think to yourself, I'm the deep man, the first step you make is deep. So you've already given up a yard. Ah, yep. And see what they said. And this was this is something that I found interesting with Osamoah, um what the fuck i wrote these guys uh scene right and then i what's his name booty or booth booth, booth awesome awesome on and scene these scene these guys these safeties and these dbs that they picked up what they had all in common was not that they were extremely fast in the 40 time but their first 10 yard split was the fastest of all of the players within the draft. So what they're going to do is they're probably going to play a little, like you said, give some space, but they expect these guys with their athleticism and that quick 10 split to be able to react to the ball and get to it quickly. So they're going to be sitting back with these guys that they think are going to be able to get to the ball, even though they're playing off of the players. They're going to be in zone and they're going to read and react. And we're going to, and they're hoping that our rookie wide receivers can't figure out how to sit down in a zone properly. Cut their routes off and sit, right? Instead of running that route right through the middle of a zone, cut it off short, right? So they're betting that their rookies on defense are smarter than our rookies on offense. The problem is, is you've got Lazar, Cobb, Watkins, 
Tanyan, Lewis, Jones, and Dylan, who aren't rookies. That's and the biggest thing. Lazard might not be playing. I mean, which apparently he was stepped on. He was stepped yeah. on. Which means it's Dobbs time. Dobbs, no Dobbs about it. Interruption number two, as you were saying, Dobbs. Dobbs is going to feast. Lazar's hurt. Christian Watson is, I don't know, questionable at best. Questionable at best. Uh, you know, there's a Chris lot of Hampton. talk that uh, Bakhtiari is going to be back. And then Bakhtiari made that comment. He said, whoa, 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 easy does it. So maybe Bach doesn't play the first uh, game there. Carla might be doing extra shooters. Not that she wouldn't be doing any shooters, but extra shooters for the game. And they've got Jenkins listed as a starter, but I don't think Jenkins is starting. This is the preliminary 53. It means absolutely nothing about who's going to be on the field on Sunday. They're not going to tip their hat as to whether Bach and Eldon Jenkins are playing until they absolutely have to turn in basically the lineup card in the last minute with as conservative as the Packers are, man, I highly doubt we see those guys week one, maybe one, but I'm still sticking to my guns that we're not going to see those guys week one. They'll be back by week four. Um, but we played the shit out of our starting offensive line, which has been the same exact thing, all training camp, all preseason, all during the week. I mean, they did some 11 on 11 with Bach and Eldon Jenkins, but it's more individual drills, working on the side, doing things like that. I still, I'll take that bet. I don't think he's playing. Yeah. Um, so help me figure this out. Um, what is this? What am I, uh, what's this list? Uh, getting bit in the nuts by a dog. Okay. Drinking, mm -hmm. drinking mop water from a prison shower stall. Okay. Uh, getting a paper cut in between your big toe and the toe beside it, and then stepping in lemon juice and masturbating with a cheese grater. This, what, what's this list? It is a list of things I'd rather do than be a Vikings fan. That's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly the list. That's exactly yeah. very good. It's like telepathy right here. I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm telling you, and I'm not holding up papers at all. <laughs> Not at all. Ah. Just, there was no papers I was saying. So listen, yeah. we're uh, mm. right about break time. This is you and I. It's Jamie Cheesebutt. TJ Williams. Doran Stortigan. Shelly. Reed. Randy McGray. Peter Nebels. Mick. Alex Brown. Matt Stevenson. What's up? Matt Ramage. Andrew Falk. Matt Kuhneman. It's Eric. Bruce Banker. Matt. Matt Fraley. Chris. Chris McLeod. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Luke Sog. Kristen. Kimmy. Coach Hawn. Colton Moore. Dave Robbins. Kermit D. Frog. Kelly Bruner. Eric. Luke Saul, Jeremy, Amy Cheesebutt, Bales of Hay. Guys, tune in. Great show. It's not just about football. I find a little queen and I know I can treat her right. What's your name, little girl? What's your name? Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else. You get your favorite podcast. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders and give us some money. And AudibleTrial.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders. Give them a click. Check them out. Try that 30-day free trial with them and enjoy your books. You can also use coupon code Dos Papas for all your Manscaped products. Peace and go pack go. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. We're listening to my dad and his friend Bruce on Packers without borders. All right. So uh, we're back from break. I, I do want to mention a couple of couple quick things before Bruce dives into some numbers and some stats here. Uh, Manscaped. 
get all your Manscaped uh, stuff. Go to manscaped.com, manscaped.ca. Use the coupon code DOSPAPAS, D-O-S-P-A-P-A-S. Get yourself 20% off. And is it free shipping too? They free get- shipping. I'm, and let me tell you, I got I got my kit today and I am dying to try it out. We're Bruce and I are going to try it out at the same time. I don't want to tip my hat to what's happening or anything, but we're going to try there it at the same time. There might be a comparison time. of junks. There might be a comparison there, of junks. There, there may be a measuring tape involved. I'm just throwing that out there. It's at it least will a yardstick. It will be, yeah, a meter stick. It will be a, a, a millimeter stick. So, okay. Stats, bats, crats, and flats. He's got stacks of wax and flats and stacks. This is the K-Dog here on K104 FM. So they signed Jalen Rager. Yep. To a very stacked wide receiver room. I mean, at the best, he's the number four. And then I hear this guy say, well, Jalen Rager is their punt and kick. They brought in Jalen Rager for punt and kick returns. That is all he's going to do and be the fourth wide receiver. Well, now, maybe this week, maybe this week while he learns the offense, right? And also we have a shitty special teams and they're going to try to exploit it because they saw how everybody was getting 35 yards on punt and kick returns off of us all season long. Um, I think I think you and I could get 35 yards on our on our special teams. I so mean, now we're going to see, now we're going to see for special teams, we're going to see all the guys that Rick, Coach Rick wants in there. And if it doesn't look better, we will start the fire coach Rick, right? Like it, it's almost like Lafleur can do anything except get special teams going. Except fire coaches at the right time last year midseason, so we could have had another eight. After the years. Kansas City game, he should have been dragged out into the parking lot and beaten with some Kansas City Chiefs foam fingers. Lord, okay, sorry. sorry. Right. So last year with philly he had 95 total returns 36 kick returns and 59 punt returns on punt 70.1 grade pretty fucking like that's just that's remember 60s average 70s good so he's good on the punt return side on the kickoff return side um 67.2 um but he averages out on all special teams and everything, it is 60.1. So I wasn't like completely like I was expecting to see like 80s and 90s and go, fuck, this guy's going to rip us a new one like Devin Hester did for the longest fucking time. It's not the case, but they brought in Jalen Rager. But I do want us to talk about special teams because we're obviously going to look at this. Mason Crosby, I looked at it. He's slated to start. Everything's good. It looks like he's actually starting to kick the ball during real-time stuff, not just off on the side, not simulating. Jack Coco came out and really made me feel comfortable with his comment saying, I fought to win this job, and I'm not going to lose this job. You have a fantastic holder in our punter. So it really comes down to coverage on punt and kick returns to me to see if there's an actual improvement here. The kicking game, I think, is going to be fine. I'm concerned about our, our coverage in special teams. I think it's, I think it's going to be about a dozen kicks for Mason Crosby before I won't hold my breath during the kicks. It'll be a dozen. I I love me. Mason, Mason Crosby, one of the greatest kickers to ever don a uh, Packers Jersey. I've got total faith in him, but I will be holding my breath for the first dozen kicks before I years, man, 20 years. I mean, ridiculous. It's crazy. And I just, I really hope that we are not doing the old uh, Mexican bullfighter move on special teams. Cause if we give these guys short fields, as good as our defense is going to be, we don't want them winded and immediately having to come out on a short field because of a three and out or because we score quickly or whatever happens, but having those quick rotations with our defensive players. And then we start having to hit our depth on defense is going to make this game closer. If our special teams can just hold them to average normal, it's going to be not even close. 16, 16 shoot for number 16 in the league. 16 would be heaven, heaven. So keep an eye out on Jalen Rager. That's the only thing, how he does on those initial kickoff on that initial kickoff. Cause we always defer <laughs> 30, 31, 10 green Bay. You're still, you're still sticking to 31, 10. 
3110 Green Bay, Dobbs, eight catches, 123, and a touchdown. Okay. I'm still thinking. I'll, I'll give you my, my predictions on Saturday because I'm still trying to figure stuff out. But I think and it's going to be Watkins that leads in. in and the- if Lazar doesn't start, Dobbs' numbers are going to be up there. I mean, Watkins is going to get his. Sammy's going to get his. But Dobbs isn't going to get eight. He's going to get like 14. Like it's it's going to skyrocket, right? It's going to go right up. And unfortunately for Lazar. Even with Cobb and Tanyan, you know, when when Devontae Adams didn't play and Cobb was in, I mean, he was demanding those 14, 15 targets a game. So you don't think that's going to happen this year? No. Okay. No. I think Cobb is a cheerleader. Wow. I think he, he's he's a legitimate red zone weapon. I think he's a security blanket on third down, but I don't think he's going to lead in any category other than, uh, you know, most amount of clapping from the sidelines. I agree. I agree with that. And I think the great thing about this, this offense in general and this team in general and what we'll be seeing, assuming that we're going to have the success that we're all expecting on paper, is the fact that every week it's going to be one dude with a buck 20 and a touchdown or two, or but it's never going to be the same guy week in and week out like it was. But you try to take away Dobbs, then you've got Sammy Watkins, and then you've got A.J. Dillon, and you've got Aaron Jones. Like There's just so many weapons around here. But I just think that Watkins – is going to be an unsung hero and he's probably going to play, you know, the over under on his injuries is only three games for the entire season. So as much as there's this whole concept and the fact that history is also kind of told that he is injury prone, it seems like even Vegas is saying, eh, maybe this is the year he gets back to not that number one 90 overall grade in 2019 with 1700 yards and 15 touchdowns, but maybe the uh... there. Maybe maybe this is the year Charlize Theron finally returns my calls. Maybe. Maybe Gal Gadot decides to ring my doorbell. I bet you she will after that manscaping. Whoa, baby. Man. Manscaped. Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> well, that's enough so, football. I think we're good on the football. You want to talk yeah. about something else? Yeah, first day of school, man. It's the first day of school up here, man. Why, my, my son, my son's hilarious because they have a robotics lab in the school. I said, Hey, what'd you do your first day of school, man? He goes, well, we didn't build a robot. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the eternal optimist. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's pretty pumped. It's, it's funny because he was like, yeah, I don't need anybody to walk me in. I'm cool. I've got it. I've got it. And then at lunchtime, he was like, is daddy going to come get me after school? Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, all right, I'll come, I'll come get you, I'll come get you. So he wants that space, that independence, and but only so far. But wait, I realized something now that you just said that. But weren't you looking forward to having a certain someone work at the same school and bring your kids home? That's exactly what my wife is supposed to be doing. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, Matt, were you expecting your wife to do more work? Yes. Yes. <laughs> they are at the what, same is, what has happened? What has happened? Uh, no. <laughs> That's what has happened. <laughs> if nothing has changed, I am still full FAMI. Yeah. Well, Fuck you me. know what? I, I love taking them to school. I love picking them up from school. and You got to you know, enjoy I, them, man. You got to enjoy them. I love watching the uh, stupid parents. One guy uh, drove right into a, a – there's a drain ditch. And he drove right to the drain ditch and got his SR, his CRV, his Honda CRV just stuck. Right. And he's like, Oh, can you pull me out? And I said, Oh, you got a tow rope? He goes, No. I said, I, Why would I have a tow rope? It's the summertime and I'm not an idiot. Right. <laughs> like, I've got a, my, my truck is like twice the size. I could put his CRV in the back of my truck and I'm not driving over by that drainage ditch. No. Right. Oh, but it's okay. He was on his phone. So it was the phone's fault. Just right. common sense, man. Yeah. You know, you know what, uh, you know what, you know what happened up here? You know what the big news up here was? What's so, that? so two days ago, two days ago, two days ago, Monday, two brothers in Saskatchewan went on a stabbing, stabbing spree. spree. I saw that. Yeah. 
Okay. So it's not a shooting spree. It's a stabbing spree. So they stabbed a, apparently a few people. There was like a party or a get together or something. They stabbed a few people and then they went and they stabbed a few more people. And then the brothers got into an argument with each other and one brother stabbed the other brother. So for a day, they were convinced that these two guys are out on the loose. Everybody look up. And then a day later, they're like, yeah, okay. So we found one and he's covered in blood. That isn't his blood. And we're convinced that the brother is bleeding somewhere. So they kept sending out. It's like an Amber alert. You get a little alert on your phone. It says, hey, keep an eye out for this. This is the make, color, license plate of the car. He might be in Manitoba. He might be in Saskatchewan. A <laughs> yeah, it's a CRV. I got him. Bastard. They got him. They got him. They arrested him. He's, it's all done and over with. Yesterday, they caught him at like 3.30 in the afternoon or something. He's, he's done. They, they got him. This is what we have up here in Canada is things like this. You know, these, these, the, somebody wigs out and then goes on a bit of a spree. And after, and after a little while, the RCMP kind of shut down all the roads and everything. And we just wait for your ass. Like you've seen it up here, man. Mm -hmm. When you're going down some of these country roads, there's nowhere to hide. We could see you from eight miles away, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> that was one of the funniest things that I, uh, that you told my wife when we stood on your backyard and you, and we were talking about how flat it was. And that's where you said, oh yeah, when your dog takes off from your back porch, you can see him run for three days. Yep. <laughs> and, and where this happened is closer over on the Seattle side of stuff, right? So isn't that the same area where they're doing the micro dosing because of the issues with like the heavier drugs that they're trying to kind of work? So maybe, am I wrong? Am I geographically incorrect where this is okay happening. so i'm in the middle of canada right manitoba's in the middle saskatchewan is one province over to the west so i could drive there in about 10 hours seattle is way over by british columbia it's on the west coast okay. i could drive to i could drive there in about 24 hours 30 hours somewhere in there so, yeah. so in that area, didn't I thought you mentioned they're in the Great about... Plains? They're in the Great Plains, man. The hundredth meridian. Yeah. Okay. It ain't too far for you to go. Dude, my kids are four weeks into school. They're already nice Crazy. and set. And my my I mean, my 16-year-old, poor thing, man. She was out all last week with COVID. So she's back. Literally eight tests to make up that she had to do this week. So she's been having to go before school, after school, before school, after school. Then we had no school Monday. So she's she's stressing. So I let her take her friend to, you know, take her home. And then they went and go get some coffee and she's on her way back. And, you know, it's just, and she, oh, she's starting a job. She's starting her first job. I'm not going to say wow. where. There's a bunch of fucking psychos. But There's a handful of psychos on Twitter if you haven't been aware of. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as Bruce's wife calls again. And after a third interruption, we're back. Uh, unbelievable. Welcome to the Matt, Bruce, and Paulina show. No shit. Well, <laughs> hey, the first, the first, now it's only been two on her and one on you. Yeah. Uh, but she started her first job and really excited, man. I helped her fill out her little app, not the application, but fill out her direct deposit information, all of the information of, you know, the hours that she's going to work. I can't wait until she gets her first check after working 25 hours and seeing a check for 90 bucks after yeah. the taxes out and everything. And she goes, Oh shit. And then she realizes how much stuff really costs. Cause yeah. we're pretty, we're pretty strict with my kids in terms of money and managing their own money. She has her own bank account. You know, we give her money that we deposit in her account for lunch. And if she runs out after two days, oh, fucking shit. You want to spend $15 on Starbucks? That's on you. You know what I mean? So now that she's going to have her own money, I genuinely cannot wait to see when she sees her first check, which she's going to be very proud of, and also be instantly disappointed after she sees everything that gets taken out is single filing you know, individual without any type of deductions, the government just completely takes you to town and she's going to work 25 hours. So it's that at whatever I'm assuming she'll probably make a little bit more than minimum wage. I don't know what she's going to make, but it's not going to be what she thinks because she's going to multiply that number times how many hours and think that's what's going to come in. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be awesome. My, uh, my, my daughter's high school doesn't uh, actually start until tomorrow. But uh, tonight she is at the varsity volleyball tryouts 
if uh, we remember correctly, last year she made it she all the way down to the final cuts, and then they they politely said, "Come back next year." So uh, she is bound and determined. And if you have heard the noise and could see the dents in our basement ceiling from her, her bumping and setting the ball on her, she's been on her knees in the basement, bumping and setting the ball like most summer, right? On her, she's got knee pads, the whole bloody works, right? So she wants this. This is something she wants. And it, this kind of goes back to like, remember Colton was asking, what do you do? How do you fan, you know, uh, the, 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 how do you without fan making, the competitiveness without making them a fucking wacko? Yeah. Right. And I, I don't know. I, I know this, this is what I said. I said, you just try your best and give it everything you've, you, you've got, and leave it all out there. Don't hold back, dive, jump, whatever you got to do. And, and I told her the story of I really wanted to play shortstop for our fastball team. And I tried out the first year and they were like, yeah, you can play uh, left field, left, right outfield, right? Yeah. You're out of here. And the next year I tried out again. And this time they were like, yeah, third base. And I was like, man, I want to play shortstop. Well, that's good though, dude. That means you have a gun for an arm. Yeah, but I, I really wanted to play shortstop. That was the position, you know, Cal Ripken. This was sure. this is what I wanted to play. And so my third and final year, I went out there. And, I mean, I almost played like a goalie. I was diving in front of balls, kicking the whatever I had to do to knock it down. I finished my tryout. I, I had a big scratch on my face from hitting the dirt. I was just covered head to toe, ripped part of my, you know, my pants, right? Shoelace busted, just covered, gave it everything. And I walked over to the coach and the coach said, starting shortstop. So I said to her, I said, you, you got to do it. You just got to give it everything and don't give a shit what anybody else looks at. Don't care what anybody else, anybody's got to comment stuff, fucking stick it. Who cares? Go, go, go. So She's been, she's been there now about an hour and a half. It goes for another half hour and my stomach is in absolute knots. Like it's going to be good news, buddy. She's going to come in with, uh, she's going to come in with the sad face to fuck with you, but then, you know, she's going to make it dude, because that is one thing I think that you and I instill in our kids is we make them finish what they start. That's number one. Like yeah. you're not quitting halfway through. Don't fucking care. You decide you're going to do this. Like, so she's committed to this. She obviously started this last year and it's that support structure, but it is the, you don't feel bad if you don't get something. If you know, you tried as hard as you could, because you know, there's something else you need to do to improve. And sometimes that's a lesson learned as well. Like, fuck, this is the best I could do. And I can still not get there. Well, then maybe you need to change your perspective, right? With certain things. Like sometimes our kids think they're really good at something and we have parent goggles on and think yeah. that our kids are the greatest. And then you go out there and you're like, well, maybe not. Right. And yeah. that's just as important as making sure that they achieve that goal. You know, Carmine is on the other side of the spectrum, man. Uh, my middle one is not the greatest athlete. Um, she just, she really is not at all. And, um, but she's very bright. I mean, she's, her IQ is 158. She reads books, like can speed read all that type of stuff. Great, great artist. But we put her into equine therapy, um, a couple months ago over at the beginning of the summer, um, where, you know, they take care of the, they take care of horses, but they're training her how to mount a horse. And it literally came down to the point where they're like, okay, we want her in the show. Like what show? What do you thought? Like I see her like, Oh no, she's jumping. She's galloping. She's running. They're like, she's been doing this. She's gotten on a horse 12 times in her life. And she's mounting as if she's been, she's been doing this her entire life. Nice. You know? So we approach her about it. Cause I did. Right. Cause the teacher already told her and I already knew what the answer is going to be. Cause her anxiety and just doing stuff in public is so high that she didn't even want to go to class anymore. Cause they knew, like, I guess they were kind of hinting that they wanted her to do this. And we had to have a conversation with, with the instructor to say, look, man, just don't count on her going out there and doing this. It's causing anxiety. What we want is for her to enjoy this. She's good. Great. At some point she'll decide whether she wants to move forward or not. I'm not going to push her. So they're that side of it too, right? Like each yeah. person is different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, each kid is completely different, 
right? I've, I've got uh, one kid that's on the honor roll that plays every single sport. And I've got another kid who, uh, you know, he gets average grades and all he wants to do is build robots and draw cartoons. Which, right? he can, which he's very good at. But that's the point yeah. is you find what they're good at. You know, yeah. Matilda, my youngest, obviously is very talented when it comes to singing and music and that. And that's what she wants to do. But there's also the realism that I'm already thinking of with her in the future. It's like, okay, if she actually makes it big. Well, either you, my, like my wife, or I are going to have to travel around the world with her because we're not going to let her, like, regardless of how old you are, we're going to have to take care of you in that, in that world, number one. Number two, also, just like with the NFL, the best of the best of the best of the best are the ones that make it. And even though you were extremely talented, let's make sure you get a career and you are like self-sufficient as you try to do this. And if it works great, but if it doesn't, you always have something to fall back, fall back on. I, I think, and this goes back to the cross country race where my daughter came in 83 and then she came in and got her, she finished the year and, you know, and got herself the ribbon and blew my expectations out of the water. I think my approach has now been, if this is something you want to do, then let's do this. And I'm just going to have faith that somewhere along the way, they're going to find a career. You know, they're going to find something that pays them and takes care of them and feeds them and their family. I don't know what it is. And in fact, I didn't know what it was for me until 10 years ago. Right? <laughs> I'm starting a new venture. Right? Like, you don't know. I mean, I mean, Warren Buffett didn't make his first million until he was 50. Right. Right? Bill Gates, 55. Right. Like these guys, these guys, they, they took them forever to figure it out. So I'm going to just walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. And I'm going to do a lot of praying and a lot of pleading and a lot of finger crossing. And I'm still going to buy my lotto tickets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe... The Lord's got a different plan altogether, right? When you're walking through this path of life, it always looks like you'll never make it to the other end. I don't know what I'm going through. And I, you know what, Jeremy? This is kind of for you, brother. I wanted to tell you this the other day. You, you walk through this path of life and it's dark and it's dusty and it's full of tree branches and bushes and obstacles. And it doesn't look like there's a path. And it, it looks like you're completely lost. But when you turn around and look at the path behind you, you realize... There was no other way that you could have gone, that this was the path you were supposed to be on the whole time. So you just, you got to wake up, you got to put one foot in front of the other, and you got to tell yourself, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know why, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing. There's a theory out there that the universe is so big and so vast that every single possibility is happening all at once. Yeah. Maybe, the metaverse. Why not you, right? Why not you? Why not us? Why not the Packers? Why not Bruce? Why not Matt? Why not send your questions to us for Mailbag Monday at PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. That's all one word, PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. You can find us on Twitter, DM us at Borders Packers. Find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders. Hey, YouTube, Packers Without Borders. Instagram, Packers Without Borders. And our Instagram merch, Packers Without Borders merch. Yeah, Packers Without Borders at, no, Packers Without Borders, yeah, at myspotify.com. Thank you guys so much. Those, honestly, they Shopify. have been. Shopify. Shopify.com. What did I say? I keep saying Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> but, yeah, don't go, don't go to Spotify. But they've been coming in. Really appreciate your guys' support on that, obviously. Uh, Patreon.com, front slash Packers Without Borders. And, again, the one thing I'm going to ask you guys and we're going to keep doing this and harping on this. And I know we're going to sound like a broken fucking record, but go on to iTunes, click yeah. five stars, leave a review, because that is what absolutely helps us. And I hate the fucking algorithm for iTunes because it doesn't matter what the numbers look like. If you don't have subscriptions and all that type of stuff, they're just, they're hot garbage because. And all of that is free. All of it is free. You can subscribe on iTunes free. You can do the, the review free. It, it just takes a second of your time. 
And once you post it, send it to us. And once you do that, you will be entered to win one of the fantabulous prizes from our Shopify website. I will let you pick out a shirt and I will ship it out to you as soon as it is done. For all of you guys that I know have already purchased shirts, they are in production. They should be done by Friday or Saturday. I will notify you as soon as I have them to let you know that they have been shipped. Beauty. And coupon code DOSPAPAS. Saturday is our official start date for our sponsorship with Manscaped. 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 Don't forget about the Manscaped, Batman. <laughs> We're so excited, man. Seriously, you guys are really? it's like, all of it. All of it. Mm. It's auto and I'm blotto, man. It's awesome. You shave your balls with the Manscaped. Bart, dude. <laughs> yeah use dose papas 20% off free shipping use that go to audible.com front slash no audibletrial.com there it is front slash and then that's it man that's it <laughs> that's all you gotta do yeah that's all you gotta do we should that's probably it. write these things down we're getting old in age you know what that might yeah, be but, a good idea. Yeah. That might be a good idea. It might be. Meh. Meh. We'll do it Maybe off the not. cuff. That's Maybe what we do. Not. Maybe not. Hang okay. out to the end also because there's some music on the back end of this. It went, after the credits roll at the end of it, there's some really famous dude that has Emmy Award winning stuff on the back end of the podcast. Maybe not today, though. Is it Emmy? <laughs> Maybe not today, but it's Emmy winning? I think it might be Tony winning. Tony, was, there it is. Yeah. Don't, don't, Tony liked it. Yeah. <laughs> right on, brother. Right on, man. Saturday. See you Saturday. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Almost heaven, El Paso, Texas, Rocky Mountains, Rio Grande River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains growing in the breeze. Desert road, take me home to the place I belong, El Paso, Texas. Mountain Mama, Country Road. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm the last one. Fuck, it's desert. Fuck.